With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the second pick, the Denver Broncos select Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, Von Miller. Von Miller. Von Miller. Howdy, guys. Welcome to this week's Von Cast. Um, it's an honor and a privilege to be with you guys each and every week. Um, we had a, a really, really good game um, this last past week here in Buffalo um, versus the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. It was a crazy game. It was a tough game. You know, they had uh, beat us earlier in the season. We knew coming to this game, we were going to have to give, you know, everything that we had. We were going to have to, you know, come out there and take it one play at a time and all the cliche stuff just to have a chance to uh, win this game. They have a really, really good team, really, really good defense, and it only got better when they traded for Bradley Chubb. So we knew coming to this game, we had to, you know, cross our T's and dot our I's just to have a chance in this game. Um, I watched the game at home because it's supposed to snow like crazy. And, um, you know, even though, like, I can walk and I'm walking good and stuff, I just didn't, you know, want to put myself in that type of snowy, like, like sloshy, like trudging around in the snow, like environment, you know, two weeks after surgery. So I stayed at home, which was, uh, which was cool. You know, the only thing about, you know, staying at home that's different from going to the game is, you know, I can't be there with my teammates. I don't get to see, you know, my guys on the other team, you know, I'm just at home, you know, chilling, but that's just the place where I got to be right now because you know, I'm only two weeks out from surgery. You know, I'm watching the game. Like I'm not going to lie. Like, and I was on my toes the whole game. Like two was, playing out of his mind. Um, you know, their defense was, was playing great as well. Um, and it was really, really a tough game. And we really, really needed that win. The Miami Dolphins really, really needed that win. So I'm not going to lie. You know, I was nervous. You know, when I'm playing in the game, I, I never get nervous. But I'm at home watching my boys, and I was nervous. Um, but this game, Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, they came out on top. And it just showed me a lot about my team. It showed me that these guys know how to win. Um, these guys can play in tough conditions and, and fight it out. These guys can blow teams out. These guys can play close games and win them too. So it showed me a lot about my team. It also showed me what type of guys we got in the locker room. Because you see the offensive linemen clearing out the the, the uh, ground, clearing out the snow for Tyler Bass to kick a kick. It was a, it was a kick to put us over the top. We really needed that kick. And we had our linemen out there, you know, uh, sweeping the the uh, turf, you know, I, I think it was like I think it was like five linemen out there just sweeping the turf. It looked like it looked like you was trying to clean your room up. Like your mama said, "Hey, uh, this room still ain't clean. Y'all about to get a whooping." And they just went crazy. You and your homeboys, they just come in there and they just started cleaning up real, real fast. But it just shows you the type of guys that we got in the locker room. Man, it was super cool to see those guys out there doing that. And um, you know, it was a it was a cold, snowy game. But my guest that I have on the show tonight is Use to coach snowy games. Um, this is my dog. This is my, this is my, this is one of my, my close friends on and off the football field. I got real love, not just football love, but real brotherly love for this guy. He was a pro bowl um, selection um, out of NC state. 
the Broncos' number five overall pick in 2018. He's been a Denver's maker. He's been a difference maker in Denver until this year's trade deadline when he moved to South Beach to join the Miami Dolphins. This is my guy, Bradley Chubb. Chubb, what's up, my boy? What's going on, my boy? You good? I'm good, man. Hey, this, was the snow different? Like, was it different in how we played in Denver in the cold games in, in Denver? I feel like cold is cold, bro. Like, it's probably like a little, like that wet cold compared to the dry cold, you know what I'm saying, being on the lake and all that. I feel like it was like a little bit like sharper, you know what I mean? But yeah. for the most part, man, you got the heated benches on the sideline. You got the heaters going. So you only really feel it when you're on the field. And at that point, you're moving and stuff. So it wasn't terrible. But when that snow came, you start to feel it a little bit too, for sure. <laughs> I think it's the wind that that makes in yeah, with it too, but it's the wind. Once you start playing though, like once you start playing and you got the jacket on the sideline, the heater, up. and you yeah, running around, yeah. bro, it's, it's not really that. It's not really that tough. And yeah. you know, everybody out there, we want to win. So I think I don't think guys really out there thinking about the cold. No way. Yeah, your mind doesn't even go there. Like you say, you want to win, you want to compete, you want to do all that. So you can't. You, the guys don't even let their mind get there. So that's how I took it, man, and just try to go out there and do my thing. You, you you did do your thing, man. How, so how was it with Bills Mafia throwing snowballs? I've never seen that. You know, I've I've been here. That was my first time seeing that too. And I'm watching it on TV. I'm like, bro, like they're gonna say something about this soon because yeah. yeah, it's basically yeah. an extra element on defense. The guys running around and then boom, hitting the face boom, with the yeah, snowball. Hit the face. Like, right, facts. What was y'all saying on nah. What was y'all saying on the on the on the, on the sideline when y'all seen that? Honestly, bro, at first it was it was just like threw us off a little bit because I saw the first one go by and then I saw like more of them come and then I was like, okay, that probably lasts for a little bit. The ref said something about it, and then as soon as the ref said something about it, they start throwing more and more. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's gonna be something that we're gonna have to deal with our game. And then one of them actually like skipped to hit one of my teammates in, the, in his back. Didn't really hit his head, but hit like his shoulder pad. And he like looked back, wanting to get into the fans. And I remember uh, Bake just turned around to him, was like, hey man, that's what they want, bro. That's what they want. They want you to turn around, and get out your game. So I mean, yeah. uh, it, it was a, a element that you don't really can't really prepare for. You know what I'm saying? Something that 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 Bills Mafia created and, and, and stood on it. You know what I'm saying? That whole game. So we just got to be ready, be better ready for it next time we come up there. You know, it just shouldn't snow. You know, if they just yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Get a dome. <laughs> <man>. just, yeah, <laughs> and they just don't have snow out there. They can't throw the stuff. But you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm with you on that too, fam. Like football is already. It's already tough now. We're dealing with snowballs too. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm with y'all on that, man. But it's, it's Bills Mafia, man. It's crazy here, man. They like love crazy, man. football, man. They 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 do everything to try to, you know, put us in situations to win. But you know, I'm sure yeah. the NFL will crack down on that, man. We don't need that to win. You know what I'm saying? But it was, <laughs> it was, it was different to see that, man. And you know, a lot has been made about the the cold and the cold in Tua. Tua had a strong game. You know, he really yeah. bounced back from the game uh, that he played with the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, you know, what did that tell you about your new quarterback? What did that tell you about your new quarterback? Everything he can't play in the snow. He went out there and went yeah. crazy. He had a he had a you know he had a tough game the week before, but he bounced back. And the run game was on point. He was running around, dotting. What did that tell you mm -hmm. about your, your your quarterback? Man, he got it in him. Man, he got that dog in him. Man, and just to like. Like, you know what I'm saying? Being throughout the league and throughout college, you hear about him in college, you hear about the type of dude he is and all that. And okay, yeah, I want to meet the dude. And, uh, he lives up to every expectation, man. He, he's positive in the locker room. He does everything right. He's a, the right guy to the, to people working around the facility as well. So, um, when he has success on the field, it's no surprise because he does all the right things each and every day throughout the week. So, and then like just to, uh, 
to like his performances against the what the Chargers and the 49ers, whatever. People want to downplay it, but at the end of the day, man, he 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 was in position to do stuff. He did a lot of great things in those games, and then the Bills game was just a showing of of uh, of him and his receivers being on the same page. And you see how how really lethal it could get. That O line holding up against y'all's uh, great front man, and just uh, just just showing how how he could command the team, how he could lead a team, and. He's one of my favorite teammates, man, just how he approaches every day, how he talks to people, how he just smiling no matter what the situation is. He's smiling. It calls everybody Oos because, you know, he's Simone or whatever. So, Oos, yeah. what up, baby? Oos. So, uh, just same dude every day too, man. So, uh, I got a lot of love and respect for, for one, for sure. Man, that's dope, man. I've been a huge fan of Tua since he came in in mm-hmm. Alabama and won the game for him. I think it was Jalen. It was Jalen Hurts. He came in it for Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. he won the game for Alabama. Came back with some crazy passes. Man, I've been a, a fan of 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 Tua for a very long time. Um, you know, but it was crazy. Like everybody's talking about the snow. It's gonna be this. It's gonna be that. Yeah. Um, and it was a lot being made about the Dolphins playing in cold weather. And you know, me and my mindset, I'm like, bro, like Dolphins. They play the Jets. They play the Buffalo Bills. And, and they play the New England pa- Patriots. And every single team in the National Football League is going to have to play in, in some kind of cold game. It don't matter where your home stadium is. You know, how did you guys uh, prepare for that, you know, in the locker room and stuff? Yeah, man, we, it was a lot of talk about it, you know what I mean? But uh, at the end of the day, we just kind of like took our minds that, like I say, when you out there running around and doing all the things yeah. you got to do to win the game, you're not really thinking about the cold and stuff like that. But throughout the week, man, we turned the AC up in the indoor, trying to get as cold as possible, just like trying to do everything to like get our mind off the cold, like talk about it as much as we can. But hey, when we come down to this game time, we're not talking about it at all. We just out there doing what we do. You know what I mean? And different guys yeah. prepare for that differently. You know what I'm saying? Some people put on two, three layers. Some people go out there, no shirt. So uh, I feel like once we got there, everybody was in the right mindset for sure. So, and like you said, man, all three of our uh, other opponents in the division are in the cold. So, if we want to really do what we say we want to do and, and, and uh, meaningful football, deep December football, we're going to have to go up there in those cold games and and and, and do go out there and play to the best of our ability, man. Just can't let it get the rest of us. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's not that crazy, man. I, I put like, you, I forgot what it's what it's called. I think it's like warm skin. I put the warm skin on all over my body. You know, yeah. for regular cold games, I just put the, the the little the cold gear long sleeve on. But for cold cold games, yeah. and I just put the warm skin on me, and then I put the sleeve on, put the warm skin on my legs, and I put the sleeves on. You know, the thing is, if you if you make sure your feet good, like if you put the little, Bro, that's the little foot the feet warmer, mm-hmm. feet you put the little foot the little uh, the little sole warmer. And then you just stay in your jacket and you stay by the heater, bro. Like, you really don't even, you really don't even know, man. But the only Coach thing that can go is your hands. The fingers and the hands, bro. You got to, you got to make sure those good. Cause you, we using them every play. You know what I mean? We yeah. using them in. When your, when your fingers go is over with yeah, at that point. So you got to make sure to fit those fingers stay good. But everything after that, man, you straight. The code ain't that bad. I'll wait right until like, you know, they telling the play about to start in like 10 seconds. I have my, I have my fingers damn near in the heater. Like, yeah. and man, you hear, you, you'll smell like, you'll smell like rubber burning. I have, bro, I have burning. my finger, yeah. bro, I have my fingers damn near in that heater, man. And then right before, like he say, you know, defense, they say offense yeah. ready to go in 10 seconds, reps say 10 seconds. And then I run out there, man. It's, it's, it ain't really yeah. that bad. You get a little warm up on the way out for sure. Yeah, man. But y'all, y'all, y'all coach is super cool, man. Speak, speaking of cold weather and he had yeah. a shirt on that said, I wish it were colder. And he had wore it in practice. How is yeah. how is Coach McDaniel, man? He seems like he seems like a, a a pretty cool, like young coach. I played for Coach McVay last year, so I know how yeah. like refreshing that can be to have somebody, you know, as exciting and you know, ready to go. And, you know, he's younger and he just connects with the guys a little bit, yeah. you know, a little bit differently. How is how is Coach McDaniel? 
And like like you said, man, he's the, uh, his vibe, man. Everybody just could attract to it, you know what I mean. And it's never like he's trying too hard, doing too much, or nothing like that, man. He's just being himself every day, you know what I mean. And, and it's funny we got those shirts because uh, when I first got here, they uh, for camp and stuff, they had shirts that said "I wish it were hotter." So like, just trying to like get your mindset in the, in the right space. So, but like I said, man, that dude was one of the, uh, one, one really good dude, one really good coach, man. And uh, his team meetings are hilarious. He, he throws like those little jokes out there that people don't really get at first, and then you start sitting on you like, oh, okay, that's what he was saying and uh challenges everybody you know what I mean and um it's not like that challenging where it's like oh man what is this dude talking about like he, he really wants the best from you the best out of you um it's no like gray area how he feels about you and stuff like that and we got to do like that everybody respects everybody loves man it's hard not to go out there on Sunday and put out everything for it you know what I mean and uh, one thing I admire about him man he finds positive in, in any situation too like this three-game losing streak we on man he's been probably the most happy most positive dude that around the facility, you know what I mean? And um, coaches, you know what I mean? You know how they get. They could get, oh, man, my job online, so boom, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to start reaching. Yeah. But he's been cool, cool, calm, collected the whole time, man. I, I respect it a lot. You know, GM, GM Vaughn, I like to put my GM hat on, you know, sometimes. Yeah. And, it looked good you know, on like, you, too. Hey, I, I appreciate you, man. GM, GM Miller, you know, I, I think, yeah, I, think I can do it, man. Um, you know, and I like to put my hat on and I like to look at like, you know, athletic training staff and strength and conditioning staff, like what type of front office guys do I run around me and mm-hmm. you know what type of coaches that you want to bring in too. And there are multiple ways to skin a cat. Like we had, you know, Coach Fangio, defense was crazy. Still crazy. Yeah. You know, it's still crazy because of Coach Fangio. The Denver Broncos defense is still crazy because of Coach Fangio and the things that he instilled in that defense from you know, 10 hands, 10 feet, you know, everybody being in, like, you could never take that away from Coach Fangio. Even though we didn't win, like, the way we wanted to, like, when it comes yeah. to that defense, when it, it, when it comes to playing, when it comes to playing against anybody, I don't care who it is. Like, it, it could be for Lamar sure. Jackson, it could be, it could be, uh, Derrick Henry. He's gonna mm-hmm. have something for him, man. So it's, it's multiple ways, it's multiple coaches that you could get. Make Coach McDaniel, um, I like Coach McDaniel style. I like Coach McVay's style. I like Coach McDermott, who he's kind of like a mix of like hard nosed, like tough. He used to be a wrestler, like tough defensive minded coach, but he's evolved into like more of a quarterback coach and more of like a, you know, I wouldn't even say softer, but more of a, he's, he's evolved to better deal with Josh Allen and yeah. the offense that we have and, and Josh Allen's personality and, you know, it's cool to hear, you know, things about coaches because, you know, I started thinking like, man, what type of coach, you know, I'm going to bring in, to, you know, to yeah, save my to organization <laughs> or, or, or to keep my organization going, man. So it's dope to, yeah. you know, hear that about Coach McDaniel. Um, when you got traded, um, did Coach McDaniel call you like right after you got traded? I'm sure they already knew, but like how did that conversation yeah. go whenever you talked to Coach McDaniel? Yeah, so, you know, I got called from the Broncos first, talked to them about the whole situation, and then – uh Chris Greer, the GM uh, out here, he actually called me next, and he was in the room with Coach McDaniels too. So talked to Chris for a little bit, man. Just got the chance to talk to him, um, thank him for the opportunity, you know, and just be um, as transparent as possible, man. Just like one of those things that really changed my life. It helped me um, get back into that, that mindset of, of who I really am. And uh, I knew why they would bring me here to, to help win football games. And um, uh, as soon as I got off the phone with Mr. Greer, Coach McDaniel came on, pretty much relayed the same message, man, and just – um, welcomed me with open arms, whatever I needed. He said he got me. He gave his uh, his wife my girlfriend's number in order to 
you know what I'm saying, for them to reach out and, and coordinate some stuff as well. So, like I said, man, it's been all love since I, since I got the call that I was going to be a Dolphin man. And uh, Coach McDaniel and, and Mr. Greer, they've been a, a vital part of that. And as soon as I got here, man, all the teammates show love too. So it's been love, man. It's been, uh, it's been amazing being out here in South Beach, man. You can't complain in that sunny weather every day. So uh, you can't complain at all, brother. So it's been good. I can't lie. Did you did you cry when when Denver I did. traded you? You did. I ain't I ain't cry on the trade. I ain't cry on the trade. I cried. The, the you ain't cry like I, I was crying. You ain't cry like <laughs> I was. No, nah, I ain't cry. I ain't cry like you was crying, bro. I mean, you was you was sick, dog. I mean, for sure. Why not? Why not be sick, bro? You know what I mean? I was sick. I, I was sick for you too, bro. But no, nah, I ain't cry that day. But I for sure cried the day before I signed the contract, bro. I, yeah, I let man. off some tears in that hotel room, man. My mom was there. She came down, just like helped me settle in and stuff. And I remember balling, man. It's just like, man, just because that's all, that's what you play for, man. That's what you uh, put the work in for. Was it like those tears that you had when you went to your first Pro Bowl? Like we could barely talk. Like, <laughs> was, was it that type of? Was, was it that? I'm sure we got we got to get some footage of Bradley crying. Man. Hey man, don't get me like that, man. Don't do me like that. Nah, yeah, no, it was man. not like them tears though. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna no, lie to you. I had the the dry heaves. The... So <laughs> it, it felt good though, for sure, to let it all out. No, man, like like you had said, bro. Like, bro, that's what it's about, bro. When you mm-hmm. if, for you to achieve your dream, your dream, and they start talking about them numbers, and you start talking about, you know, you start thinking about the things that you could do for your family. You start thinking yeah. about your life, like after this, bro. Like, you, and then you just have a little flashback, right? You have a little flashback right. to when you was a little kid, and you hoping and praying, and and you you praying to God that I could go there and make it, and when yeah. you finally like get that deal and. You in Miami of all places, and you had, you right. were a team that that love you, that want you, that need you. You exactly. know, it's it's a different thing, man. When I when I walked into, so what did it for me is, you know, when I was with the Denver Broncos, it was like Vaughn, Vaughn. It was just like Vaughn, like you know, because I had been there through everybody's. I saw everybody grow up, like, and yeah. it was just I was just Vaughn. You know, it was, you know, you 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 so far removed from you know Super Bowl Fifty and you know, all the Pro Bowls that you went to and all the crazy plays that I had did when I was younger and people just, and all the wins with Peyton Manning and, you know, everybody in the locker room, they just, just be like, Vaughn, Vaughn, you know, oh, it's just Vaughn. Man, it's just Vaughn. And then when I went to the to the Rams, it was like, man, we got Vaughn Miller. Like, yeah. bro, talk to us, bro, talk to us about the, talk to us about Super Bowl, bro. Like, what, what it's going to take, bro? Like, yeah. got Aaron Donald right here, got Leonard Floyd, Coach McVay, like, you know, he Coach McVay is, he was 35 years old. And I was I was 32 at the time. Like he only like, you know, a couple of years, you know, yeah. older than me. So it was like, damn, like everybody vibing, like everybody, they want me here. Like they asking me, you know, what type of games that we want to run. You remember in the room with Pags and and uh and and uh and, and coaching them, you try to put a game in, they be like, man, you know, we're gonna run it this way. Then that's what we're doing. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is what we're doing. And you go to another <laughs> team and they're asking you what you like, man. Let's let's get you an AD, let's start figuring out stuff. So for me, it was like refreshing bro like mm-hmm. and then to go from like you know you know from like a team that was you know rebuilding and struggling and trying to find their way to a team that just needs you right now man um how was that like when you walked in i know we talked about it for a little bit but how was that like when you walked into the facility for the first time my bad I, before i ask you that again like i was in la and i honestly it was like a dream for me like yeah like when i wake up in the morning i'll be like damn like is this shit real i'm like damn like Am I really like, am I really in LA? Did I really get traded? And then the, the blinds come open and I'm like, bro, I'm really in LA. I play for the Los Angeles Rams, yeah. bro. Did you have any of those type moments when you got with your new team? Yeah, for sure, bro. So you know how they send a, they, they fly you, uh, to the new team pretty much the same day or the next day. So I went the same night and, um, 
you know what I mean? Go to the hotel and I don't get there till like 2 a.m. So boom, 2 a.m. and then 6 a.m. is the physical. So I barely get any sleep or any of that. So just drive up kind of in like zombie mode as I'm doing all that. And then uh, it's like about nine o'clock at this time we head to the facility. And I just remember like waking up, man, like it just got a bolt, a jolt of energy out of nowhere. Saw the, the, the whole facility, the stadium kind of like right next to it too. So you kind of see everything all at once. The gates opened up, man, and it was just, uh, it was me and Jeff Wilson in the car, and I just remember, like, just looking around, smiling, like, just cheesing, just knowing, because all the opportunities that was there, you know what I mean? So, um, I remember, man, just walking in, seeing it, the, honestly, bro, this new facility that the Dolphins got, dog, it looks like a resort, man. It's crazy, like, um, everything's updated to the T. It's crazy, man. It's, it's a, uh, nothing bad about Denver's facility at all, but, no, you no, know, no. it's been there for, for as long as you've been there, yeah. but this one just got built this year or last year or whatever. So it's like a whole new thing. You know what I mean? So it, it's crazy, honestly, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, man, when I walked in, I was like, yo, am I really here? And like I said, my mom came down that first day. We taking sure. pictures in front of the dolphin stuff. I'm like, yo, this is, this is crazy. They, they bring my jersey out. They do all this stuff. I'm like, man, like this, this really happened. I go to practice, go to walk through. Oh, everything's just moving so fast. And I remember just getting back to my hotel room, like, bro, yeah, I'm, I'm really out here. Like, it's really yeah. time to do this now. You know what I mean? And uh, it, it was crazy for sure. Yeah. So now, now that you don't have some time to reflect, you know, how do you feel about, you know, leaving Denver? Like, how does that, you know, what, what type of emotions now? Cause I'm sure like right when it happened, like those, that, that was right when you happened, but you yeah. know, weeks going now, like, you know, you had some time to like reflect and kind of gather your thoughts and your emotions, you know, how does it feel now? Uh, it still felt like, bro, like I, I just had so much unfinished in Denver, you know what I mean? And, uh, that's what was the most like sad part at the beginning of when I first got traded. It just felt like I, I didn't really get over the hump that I wanted to, you know what I mean? We were yeah. uh, not the best team or we weren't winning as much as we wanted to. And I felt like, uh, when I first got there, okay, yeah, I'm still a rookie, still learning my way, whatever, boom, boom, boom. Injuries caught up and stuff like that. And then at that point, I'm like, okay, this is my time. This is when we're going to win. This is when we're going to do this. And then yeah. boom. Uh, disappointment again. So, uh, it just felt like all my, all my things that I had left open in Denver, like even me and you, bro, I feel like we didn't have as many great seasons as we know we could have. You know what I mean? That first one we popped off went crazy and then boom, I go down and you go down and then, uh, you know what I'm saying? You know how that goes. And uh, so just unfinished business is what I felt, man. And, uh, I I just don't want to have that same feeling out here in Miami. You know what I mean? I'm I'm getting with these guys. I'm trying to be the best teammate, learning a lot of stuff from you, bro. Honestly, a lot of stuff you taught me and a lot of stuff you not even know you taught me. A lot of stuff you just did, um, as a person, I started to pick up on that, trying to do that with my new teammates and stuff like that. And, um, it, the, the, the biggest thing, like I said, just like that unfinished business, man. But like I said, I'm not going to have that same feeling out here in Miami, man. I got a lot of good guys around me. I got a lot of guys with dogs who want to win and want to get after yeah. it. Um, so it, it's going to be fun, man. I'm excited to, to go on this new journey. For me, it felt like my wife, after 11 years, <laughs> rolled over in the bed, looked at me and said, I don't want to be with you no more. <laughs> Find somebody else. <laughs> as, as a matter of fact, I want somebody else. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, you need to be gone tomorrow. And I'm sending you to <laughs> LA. I know you. I know you like LA. Just it, she sent me to like the place where I have just 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 leave. Yeah. Just just get yeah, out of get here. Get out of here. Go have fun. Bye. <laughs> just oh, we'll just get out of here, Vaughn. I know we had some good times. <laughs> I know we've been together for 11 years, but yeah. I don't want to be with you no more. That's how I, that's how it felt to me, man. But you know, now that I, the hindsight looking at things, like bro, it was it was definitely you know for the best, man. And this is for yeah. the best for you, man. All the things 100%. and all the. 
all the adversity that we've been through, like for and all the things that we wanted to do with the Denver Broncos, all the things that we saw that team doing, like you get to pour all of that energy into your new team. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? saying? It's just experience. It's just experience. You you like you are you are you are you gonna be a captain next year? Like you got so much experience, so much leadership, and you learned all that through the adversity that we yeah. had with the Denver Broncos. And then going you come, back to what you said earlier too, bro, like I feel like the tears when they came, I feel like I started thinking about it to that too, like just the adversity, man, all the stuff that yeah. uh, would have uh, killed a lot of people, you know what I mean? Put a lot yeah. of people in their tracks and had them that stop going and just the stuff that we just overcome and uh, we just do it just because we love it, man, and just to uh, get the life-changing money, the generational money, just to help our families out off something that God gave us this ability to do. It's just dope, man, so that's sure. another thing. So you was number nine, he was number yeah. nine in college. He was number 55 with the Denver Broncos. Then you come to the Miami Dolphins and you pick number two. Yeah. What what is the what is the story behind that? It looked dope on you. Like I tell you, bro, that it it looked so <laughs> sweet, bro. You got the towel, you got the spat, yeah. that all yeah. white with the socks, like long sleeves. Like, bro, it, it looked good on you, boy. Like, what what's your story behind it? Yeah, man. So, uh, I remember, bro, as soon as I got the call from that I was getting traded after, you know what I'm saying? After I talked to Coach McDay and Mr. Green and all that, I got on their roster, bro. So boom, see what numbers are open. And then, um, I was looking at all the numbers and I saw Chase Edmonds was number two. And I saw, okay, yeah, we just traded Chase Edmonds for me. So the number two is open. And then I was looking down, it was like 57 was open. Uh, like a lot of numbers that, like, I just didn't, like, cause 55, Jerome Baker got that. And I, I he'd been here for a while, big vet. Um, does a lot of great things on the field. So I know I wasn't going to just, you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, can I get that? I know it wasn't going to happen like that. So, uh, just went for the best one. After that, bro, I felt like two was that best one. And I texted my agent as soon as I saw the, the roster. I was like, hey, yo, make sure I get two. Make sure I get two. And he was like, oh, all right, you got it. And then, uh, so at that point, it was just the, the what, what looked the best. But then when I start like reflecting and sitting down, talking to my mom and all that, um, I just started to like, just, it's like a part two for me. It's like my second chapter mm-hmm. of my adult life. Uh, all my adult life, I've been in Denver, you know what I mean? And, and this is like the second part of that, growing up, just taking new elevated levels, man, just just taking everything to a new level. My play, my my off-the-field stuff, my my relationships, my, you know what I mean? Just everything in my life, man, it's just a, a part two for that. So it's like a whole new whole new start, man, a whole new city, whole new everything. So I'm just a, a, excited, bro, just to be a whole new person, it feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Part two. For sure. So, there you for go. For sure, bro. It- it man, it, it man, it, it looks sweet. I'll tell you that right now. When I said, I was like, "That's Chubb, that's Chubb, it's sweet." That was sweet, man. Um, yes, you know, I'm putting my G, my GM hat on again. But Denver Broncos, they traded you and a 2025 fifth round pick for Chase Edmonds, and a 2023 first round pick, and a 2024 fourth round pick. How does that make you feel that the Miami Dolphins sent all of that to get Bradley Chubb? That's got to make you feel like. AD boy, yeah. want me? They AD boy. Yeah. How does that make you feel, my boy? Uh, on top of the world, bro. Honestly, man, just to to know, like I said, bro, it makes you think back to all the stuff that you've been through, all the stuff that you uh, fought through to get to that point, and like to just to see it, it wasn't going unnoticed. You know what I mean? Sometimes you like yeah. might do something and be like, oh, nobody saw that, man. Like. I just put my all into that. Nobody noticed it or whatever. I'm going to just do it again. You know what I mean? And uh, you start seeing those little wins add up, add up. And uh, when you see it all come out like the way it did, man, it's just dope. It's just like a, uh, a self-fulfilling feeling. It's one of those things that you want it again. You don't want to want that feeling to stop. You want to continue to try to be the best, man. And uh, with all the talent in this league now, man, it's going to be hard. It's going to have to push you. It have to make you, you know what I'm saying, 10 times better uh, in the offseason, during, during the season and stuff like that, too. So, 
I mean, it, it was like, it was a blessing, man, just to be wanted, be felt, be yeah. all that yeah. and, and yeah. trying to bring all that energy out here to Miami now. For sure, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. Still got my GM hat, my GM hat on. When you look at it, y'all got Zay Howard. Yeah. Y'all got number eight. That's number eight, the strong safe. That's Holland, right? Yeah, Snowman. From uh, he from uh, Oregon, right? Oregon, yep. Cole, Cole, like, bro, when he when he healthy, like, bro, he 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 young, but he one of the best. He one of the best in the league. Y'all yeah. got Jalen Phillips on the other side. You know, he, that's yeah. I, you know, I, you know, I be knowing about these young pass rushers too. Yeah, you got yeah. you one over he there. Nice too. He, 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 he got he got some stuff to him too. I'm he, excited to see nice. his development, bro. He nice. He got a motor over there. Um, yeah. y'all got two great inside linebackers. Y'all can get Byron Jones back too. Mm -hmm. Um, y'all got Tua. Y'all got Tyreek Hill, y'all got Jalen Waddle, Mozart, y'all got yeah. Teron Armstead. Bro, y'all got bro, y'all boys got a squad, fam. And, yeah, we got you know, a squad. I'm sure bro. you I'm, I'm sure you're super excited to be over there, man. It's gonna be a lot of great things coming from the Miami Dolphins. But it was a lot of crazy things that happened this week as well. You know, we had the craziest, the the craziest, the largest, the wildest comeback in NFL history. The Vikings versus the Colts. I think the Vikings were up. We're down 33 points. 33 Yeah, that's crazy. And and the Colts just gave it away. But I don't think they gave it away. So I don't think they gave it away, not necessarily. Cause I, you know, I'm sitting there watching the game in real time and all the coach, all the all the things that, that Coach Saturday was doing, like those are the things that you do to put your team in mm -hmm. situations to win. They didn't happen for him, but you know, sometimes you know, they try to blame the head coach. This ain't not, but he was he did everything for his team to win. I just think from a momentum standpoint that the Vikings just had it. Like, so yeah. no matter what they was doing, not from a play standpoint, anything like that is just from a momentum standpoint. Like right when the Vikings start, right, right, right when they got 21 points in, they start feeling like, okay, we can win this game. And once you get to that, that, that situation, once you got mind control over the other team, mm -hmm. like it's just a matter of time, bro. And they had too much yeah. time on the clock and Coach Cousins br brought them back. Did you get a chance to check that game out? Yeah, I got a chance to check it out, bro. So uh, we were playing later that day. And it's crazy, too, bro, because the, the Colts went up 23-0 at one point. And I remember looking at my brother. I was like, man, the Vikings going to come back, bro. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm not even trying to lie right now. I remember I said, the Vikings going to come back, bro. Um, don't even worry about him and my agent because they were, they were both, you know what I'm saying, talking about the game and stuff. I said, they going to come mm -hmm. back, bro. I feel like they going to come back. And then, boom, they just st slowly start doing it, slowly start doing it. And then, like you said, bro, once you get that momentum and what the, what's the Vikings record? Like 10 and 3, 11 and 2 or something they like only, that? They only lost three games, yep. Yeah, 10 and 3. So, like, when you're a team that knows how to win, that, that that's used to putting those, those tough games, um, you, you just find ways to win those games like that. So I didn't really see um, the Colts holding on to that win, man. I'm glad. You know, I'm not glad. I'm just, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not good glad, football, yo. man. It's, 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 came it's back, good them football. Them boys came back on us, too. They came back yeah, on exactly. us, too, and won last minute, too. So I was yeah. like, man, hey, the Vikings really know. They know, they know, they know how to win. They, they know mm -hmm. how to win, man, and they ain't never out. They got, and then once uh, that crowd start clapping, it's over with, man. Oh, man, it's crazy, <laughs> man. We went there. You know, we went there last year, man. We got a chance to experience. You know, yeah, the Vikings, for sure. for sure, they got a great fan base, man. And you just, I mean, I just saw like the momentum. It was, it didn't even have, to, it didn't even have anything to do with the play calls or anything yeah. like that. I just, it just felt like the Vikings had just sucked all the momentum out mm -hmm. of, of the Colts, man. And that was, that was one of the craziest games. It, it definitely was one of the craziest games because it was, you know, the largest comeback in NFL history, but it was another crazy game. The Raiders versus the Patriots and our guy, Chandler <laughs> Jones. Yes, yeah, with the game winning, that was a fumble recovery, or was that? In it? That's I don't know what recovery. you call that, man. You call it a touchdown, game stealing touchdown. I don't know what you call it though. Stiff arm, Mac Jones, stay up, 
going to the end zone, arms out with the hero pose. Like, bro, I yelled. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I screamed. Like, I'm sitting on the couch, bro. Like, yeah. I like, I yelled. Like, bro. I, oh, oh. He stayed up. I'm like, dang. He gonna go down. I'm like, he gonna yeah. try to trip him. He stayed up. I said, oh, he up. Oh, yeah, let's go. Game over. With. Yeah, bro, that, that was bro, crazy. Happy I didn't even you know, see that's our dog, man. I wish I saw it live, bro. But I remember, man, everybody's like, hey, did you see how the Raiders won? Did you see how the Raiders won? And I remember going on my phone and seeing this play right here. Dog. I did the same yells and all that, but I wish I would have saw it live, though, for sure. <laughs> that play, that's, just, that's crazy right there. That's what you want, that's bro. Right. As edge rushing, dog, you want, you want to end the game, bro. Bro, that's our dream scenario. If it ain't a sack force fumble, fumble recovery touchdown, well, that's I'm what Kayvon, Kayvon Thibodeau had one of those, man, in, in the yeah. Giants game. But we, yeah, we get back to that, what? What um you know that's our dream scenario for a defensive lineman man and you know it's it's dope that Chandler had got it. it's dope that you know he's having some success he started the season off a little bit slow had a great mm-hmm. game last week week before that he had a sack and a week before that he had three sacks three so sacks, it just shows yeah. you like Chandler ain't never out like he just waiting to strike and if you really watch Chandler game like he winning and he whooping ass like bro every, every single every snap, not, the, yeah every snap. the sacks not the sacks is not coming but if you really watching yeah. and you put eyes on it like. Bro, Chandler's yeah. still the same Chandler, man. So shout out to mm-hmm. Chandler Jones. This is our dog, man. And, you know, that'd be a dream for us to, you know, have that play. And, and then you have your whole sideline come, you know, Go jump crazy, on you. Come jump on you, man. Like, Fans throwing stuff out. at you in a good way. Well, man, man, I shout know out to the crazy. Raiders. That was their second game like that. That was they no, they lost to the they lost to the Arizona Cardinals like To the Cardinals like I'm saying. Yeah. Well, not the same way, but fumble recovery touchdown in overtime. Hey, man. So shout out to the Raiders, man. Max Crosby and Challenge Jones. Those are my guys, man. The Titans had a wild interception, too. That play was crazy, too. It's, it's been a crazy defensive week, man. <laughs> you know, the guy throw it back in. He get the ball yeah. just just to have the just to have the mental awareness to like catch it. I'm going out of bounds. Throw it back into my guy. This yeah, that's definitely interception yeah. of the year. Like, look at that, bro. Hundred like, percent interception of the year. Like you said, brother, mental focus alone is just throwing it back in. Even if brother didn't catch it, that's still impressive. You know what I mean? Like, bro, I'm gonna throw it back in. He with bro. somebody grabbing you, pulling, trying to pull you down. Yeah, that's hard. Man, it's crazy, man. Um, you know, speaking of all these defensive plays, it's been some crazy um, calls that should have been pass interference that wasn't pass interference. I mean, it was a, it was a crazy end of the game um, situation versus the Giants and the Commanders. You know that that probably cost them the game. Um, it's been a lot of talk about you know refs missing calls. Should we bring back? Um, should we bring back the uh, the review where we can review defensive pass interference and all of that stuff? And, and I, I'm just saying, like, no, bro. Like that's just part of the game. Like, yeah. That's part of the game. Like sometimes the refs get it right, some and they try their best to get it right. They do like they watch film and they do all the stuff that we do. But you know sometimes you just you just miss a call. Like and that's what make our that's what the 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 variable of the ref like making a great call or making a bad call. That's what people want to see. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. ref's job is hard too. Ref's yeah, job is hard too. If you just take if you just take the power off the ref out the ref hands and you just have everything reviewable, then what type of game is that? Like. With no refs yeah. out there, like we need the refs. That, that's what that's what football is out. You got offense, defense, special teams, and the refs. You know that's that's all. You need all of those things to to play good football. What do you, what, what yeah, you think about 100%. that? You think you should have a you think you should have reviewable um, situations in a game like that? I feel like it's a slippery slope, bro. Like sometimes uh, it might go one way. You know what I mean? And then it, you know what I'm saying. It, I feel like every pass in the fans, you're going to want to be reviewed and, and stuff like that. And then it's going to slow the game down. It's going to do a whole bunch of stuff. But like you said, man, nobody's perfect, bro. The refs going to call a play here, call a play there. They might mess up a couple of times, but we need refs for the integrity of the game, man. They do a lot of good things, man. And, uh, 
like you said, you just can't take the, the power out the ref's hands and put it all on video. Then what's the that's that takes a, a variable out of our game. So it's, it's not the same football no more. What, yeah, what, what you think about what you think about um, roughing the passer calls? Uh, they're annoying, bro. But I feel like it could just be a little bit more defined. I feel like and, and not have that de- definition be a slippery slope either. Because I remember where I, I've been a part of. We both, Ooh. we both them had some, we both yeah. them had some crazy ass, yeah. some crazy ass, all that rough in the past. We're like, what? I barely, what? That right, cost right, us right. the game in Denver. Right. And a lot, like you said, a lot of them cost you the game. A lot of them put you in bad scenarios. So I just feel like it's just like, it has to be definitive, bro. Like, okay, yeah, I slammed them here. But if I, I saw Jalen Phillips this year, he man, he had a crazy spin on, uh, on the right tackle from the, from the Chargers. Yeah, tackled him and like landed on his, on his all fours and. They still call roughing. So, I mean, it's a slippery slope, like one of those two, man. If you start reviewing it, and stuff looks worse on review. When you slow it down, stuff looks a lot worse. Okay, your hand might have scraped his face mask. We could call face mask there. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just one of those things, man. It's just annoying. You just got to wish that you're on the right side of it. Yeah, just let the refs call it, man. You add you with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Raheem Mosert. Like, bro, it's insane. Tua. Um, Tyreek Hill, you know, he leads Madden in all speed ratings. Um, you know, first I start a story. I start like a little story about Tyreek Hill. Of course, we're going to the Pro Bowl each and every year, like back when Tyreek first got there. So you you able to spend a lot of time with guys. And um, it was just one time where like we was at practice and I was like, man, you stink. I'm I'm start, I'm start calling you a little stink, bro. Like I'm start calling you a stink. Of course he didn't stink or anything like that. I was just, you know what I'm saying, just joking. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I might go up to a guy, meet him for the first time, and I'd be like, bro, you ugly, bro. I'm yeah. Glad you, <laughs> I'm glad you cold in football, bro. Cause yeah. man, you I you seen do that not look right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you cold as a football and it just throw guys off. You know, yeah. my first time ever meeting guys, first time ever meeting guys like this year, Jalen Waddle, we was in the game. My first time ever meeting him, got helmet on, like walked up to him. I said, damn, boy, you you ugly as hell, but you can play some football now. You, you cold, but you ugly, man. Hey, you can play some football, bro. You cold hey, as hell. I ain't never seen no down. receiver like you. <laughs> you got these stories like that about Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle? I know they two, they two cool guys, man. You got, yeah, they, I know they, they ain't been there that cool long either, same, though. You got, man. You got yeah. any stories for them? I remember my, my first interaction with Tyreek, man. I, uh, it was at the the Chicago game. I went up to him. I was like, "Hey, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I used to hate you, man. You know, being on the Chiefs, being me being on the Broncos. I said, "Hey, bro, I used to hate you, man. I'm I'm so glad we're on the same team now. I'm so glad I'm on your team." And I remember he just said, "Hey, man, I'm on your team, man." So boom, right there, right there, and there, squashed the beef. You know what I mean? The internal beef I had, we squashed it. And then Waddle, man, he could, like I said, both of them boys cool as a fan, man. They just, they, they, they know they got it, man. You know what I mean? Like they walk around like they know they got it, but not walk around in the sense of having their nose up at people, man. They just walk with that swag, yeah. with that confidence everywhere. And, uh, they great teammates saying what's up to everybody, have the locker room laughing all the time. So, uh, those two, they dynamic, man. I'm so glad they're having the season they have. What about, uh, Raheem Mostert? Like, I, I, you know, GM had on again, like, yeah, I got, Coach McDaniels and his run, his run scheme, and then Mozart there too. Like you know, he was yeah. doing the same thing he was doing with the 49ers. Like he's fast, he's fast, extremely bro. fast. He's 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 powerful as well. You got any stories about uh, Mozart? Nah, no stories, but that's that's a good dude too, man. I, he's locker right across uh, the, the way from mine, so I talk to him, holler him every, every chance I get. Uh, like you said, man, it's blazing fast in that field, dog. It's crazy the things he can do with the ball in his hand, man. And uh, I'm. I'm I'm excited to see how he continues to turn it up, bro. He had a crazy game this past week. He had, what, 100 in, like, the first half or something crazy like that. First half? So, like, it was crazy. Yeah. I was like, somebody, please, scratch Somebody him. tackle this guy. 
Can, can you at least scratch him? Jeez. <laughs> he was he was running like he wasn't trying to go down. And that was the worst, yeah. that was the worst running backs to go against. Like the running backs that that ain't scared. Like, I'm gonna break this towel and I'm gonna still wiggle for some more, man. So a lot of respect for Mozart too. Um Tua is yeah. a crazy athlete too. What about you know his work ethic and you know what makes Tua special? Yeah, man. Like I said, what I talked about to her earlier, he's the same dude every day, man. Do the same routine, do all this uh, stuff he need to do to get right, man. And I just feel like the the, the mindset he has makes him special, bro, because he got all the God-given ability, talent, you know what I mean? And um, the, just the, how he approaches it, how his mindset is, how he talks to people, how he gets the guys around him to, to play for him. Because as a quarterback, bro, I feel like you can be as cold as you want to be, but if guys around you not playing for you, then, yeah. then what do you really yeah. have? You know what I mean? So... Uh, he does a good job of that, man, and uh, I'm excited to see what he, how he's going to finish this season off because we're going to need him big in these next three weeks, making that playoff push. They're going to need uh, a lot of guys, so excited to see how everybody responds. That quarterback position is so crazy, man. It's probably the toughest position in all the sports. Like, yeah, of course, 100%. you know, I feel like the most physically, the 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 the, the most um, demanding physically will have to be cornerback. In all of sports, because I'm guarding a guy and he's fast, he's quick, he's on the page with the quarterback, and I can't touch him, I can't do nothing. So when you see guys like Patrick, like Patrick Sertan, and you see guys like J.C. Horn, and you see guys like our guy Trey White and and Zay Howard, and you see these guys cover these wide receivers one on one without touching them, like that is the most demanding uh, sport. That is the most demanding position in all of sports. I'm talking about basketball, yeah. soccer, all sports, and then the the most demanding mentally is the quarterback position. And Tua is definitely one of the best quarterbacks in the AFC, in the AFC division. But there are also some other great quarterbacks in the AFC division as well. You know, as pass rushers, we have a unique point of view about quarterbacks. You know, we we talked about Derek Carr for a long time. Like, we all had respect and love for Derek Carr. Even though they weren't winning, we was like, okay, like, he wanted them ones. Um, yeah. You know, who are your who are your top quarterbacks in the conference from from Bradley Chubb? Who you got? It don't have to be, you know, this guy's the best. It could just, you know, what's, yeah. what, what's, what's some of the guys that you admire? Yeah, no order at all for sure, but Mahomes, of course, you know what I mean? All the things he did, even though I can't stand those those Chiefs being in Denver and stuff like that. Got to give credit where credit due. Okay. So for sure, Mahomes. Uh, Herbert. I feel like uh, I used to tell him all the time, man, you one of my favorite young quarterbacks, bro. Like, every time we played him, no matter if I hit him or not, I just told him, hey, man, you, you got it, bro. Just keep going. So uh, he's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, who else? Who else? Two, of course. Joe Burrow. I love to, I love to see the things he, do, he does in Cincinnati. Uh, I feel like Trevor Lawrence coming on real strong these past couple mm-hmm, games, man. Mm-hmm. It's good to see him, like, living up and, like, doing what he do. Um, hey, I can't even you, think about a team. Huh? Did you did you sack you – sack you sacked to it before, right? Yeah, I sacked to her before. I ain't, yeah. I ain't tell him about it, though. I ain't let him yeah, know. Yeah, I ain't talking about it. Nah, man, we ain't talking about it. Let, man, let bygones first, be bygones, man. Man, that's the first thing I told Josh. I was like, man, I'm glad you're on my team, but every time I done played you, I done got a sack. You gonna, I sacked you. You're going to give me one of them sacks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I said, Dion, bro, every time I play you, you're going you know, you to let me you know, spin inside and get me a sack. You're going to give it to me. I said, I'm glad we're on the same team, but y'all going to give it to me every single time. Yeah, you going to get yours um, regardless. <laughs> now, of course, oh, Josh Allen, too, Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yeah, Josh Allen for sure. Of course, um, Josh Allen, man, and I, I'm blanking on names right now, but there's so many quarterbacks out there, bro, that you could you could name and put them yeah, in AFC uh, top AFC five, West. whatever you want to put them in. It, I feel like that list is interchangeable every week, man. Just no matter That's crazy, man. Any given guys, Sunday, it's crazy. These guys are souped up these days, you know. Um, yeah. As of right now, as of today, your first round playoff matchup would be versus the Chiefs. How do you feel about that matchup? 
Man, you know I'm ready to go, bro. Uh, anytime I got a chance to play them, bro, hey, I'm going to give them my all, dog, for sure. So uh, the way things are going right now, if that's the matchup, it's going to be dope, man. It's going to be a uh, kind of like a like a, 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 a circle moment, bro, like everything coming together. Like, you know what I'm saying, being in Denver and not being able to get past that hump and being on a new team, a new situation, and, and being faced with that same obstacle again. So it's going to be dope. Hopefully it works out like that. Bro. Uh, but we're going to play these last three out, man, and, and make sure we make the most of them. But if that were to happen, I know Tyreek would be happy. I know I would be happy. So it will be, it'll be dope. Man, that's how it was for me, man. You know, we – I think the Broncos, they haven't beaten the Chiefs in seven years since 2015. Yeah, yeah. And whenever we went to um, – whenever we went to um, Kansas City to play the Chiefs, like, it was just one of those games for me, like, I, you know, I like going in, I like going to Kansas City and playing the Chiefs because um, Derek Thomas is one of my favorite players. I wore 58 because of Derek Thomas. Um, I always feel like I got like a little Derek Thomas spirit on me when I play there. I haven't played there in a while. I didn't play there in 2020, and mm-hmm. I ain't played there in 2021. I had got traded before you played the Chiefs. In 2020, I didn't play at all. So going back there and playing the Chiefs and playing Patrick Mahomes and all of those guys, it just felt like, okay, this is why they brought me in here. You know, I can I, I got a I got a, a new team. This team is 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 better equipped to play the Chiefs. Um, you know, I'm ready to play. We got Josh Allen, all these guys, man. I'm ready to play the Chiefs. And I think that showed that showed for me because every single play like I was on, like I never really thought like whenever I was playing the Chiefs, I, I never I always felt like I could have played more. I felt like I could have got more for myself, but at the same time, I felt like, damn, like if I was on like this team or that team, then we can beat them boys. So it was kind of like it was kind of like, you know, a little bit of a validation for me to go there with the Chiefs and my new team and 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 play those guys and get a win, a hard fought win. Like it wasn't none of yeah. one of those fluke wins where the guy fumbled the ball and, you know, we get up. Right. It was like a real hard fought. It was a proper scrap and we won that mug. So for me, and a win that you had a lot of play with it too. Yeah, yeah, you know when you when you can contribute too, you know that you make, that's me? why they that's why they brought you know that's why they brought me here yeah. to hold thirteen seconds and all of that and then go out there and, and do your job, man, Chubb. You know how that you know how that feel to like go out there and do your job, man. So yeah. when y'all go out there and play the Chiefs, man, I'm hoping y'all boys go out there and and and, and win. I'm hoping y'all go out there and beat the Chiefs because we know how dangerous the Chiefs can be in the playoffs. So it wouldn't be yeah. anything better to see Bradley <laughs> Chubb go crazy on. The Chiefs. I, I I would love that, man. For sure, for sure, man. Um, before I let you go, you know, I want to play a game with you, man, about you and your teammates. Um, you know, me. you know, I'm a team guy. I'm a yeah. team guy. You know, I, I love being around my teammates, man. I love like the whole like dynamic of being in a locker room and, and getting knowing guys where they came from, what high schools they went to, what type of cars they like, how many kids they got, are they married, are they not, like what making them go. I really enjoy that part of football just as much as playing football, man. I'm, I've yeah. always been a locker room guy and I know that you're just now getting to, to know your teammates, but I want to play a game. Uh, it's called Most Likely To and I'm going to read mm-hmm. off to you some some things and you just tell me which one of your teammates are most likely, is is this most likely to be? You got me? Yeah, I got you. All right, I'm going to start with this one. Who is most likely to show up late to practice? Show up late to practice. Uh, Melvin Melvin Ingram? I was going to say my dog. I was going to say Fargo, man. I was going to say Melvin. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. You know, that's my dog, that's bro. My dog, bro. I, yeah, bro I, I, love, but I love Melvin, bro. That's like, that's like my dog, bro. Like In the whole league, I've been knowing Melvin like, since way, way, like way back, way back when, like he, um, yeah, that's dope. we both signed the Gatorade together. I came out a year before him. 
So mm-hmm. I was kind of like the older guy to like bring in the younger Gatorade guy, man. And ever since yeah. then, we we signed to the same agent, and you know that's the reason why I started wearing my ice and Majiri, like yeah, Melvin, yeah. Melvin and Akeem Talib. Like those are two they guys that you don't want to be around. They gonna, they gonna have that, I, they gonna have that yeah. ice on, and you know, man, <laughs> Melvin, he gonna show you about the new whip. This the new, this the Wraith. Like man, you gonna you know you gonna you gonna feel crummy if you ain't you know what I'm saying if you ain't you feel you know me? Saying, catch it up, you know? Nah, for sure. But yeah, that's who you got, Melvin. That I, I get in the mail. I ain't gonna lie to you. Most likely to spend five hours on TikTok. Most likely to spend five hours on TikTok. Brandon Jones. Brandon Jones? He a social media yeah. guy? Man, that boy, he, he stay on TikTok. Every day I get on there, he got <laughs> two new videos, three new videos up. So I know he'd be looking at the trends and all that. So for sure. Most likely to sit front front row at Fashion Week. Uh Xavier Howard. He got that swag. He come with it on every day. I ain't gonna lie to you. He come with it on every day, no matter you know what I'm saying. Walk through, travel trip, he come with it on. So I get it to him right. for sure. Bro, that's how Steph, that's that's how Stefan Stefan Diggs is, bro. Like, it's yeah. insane. Like, I know you, y'all see the swag and stuff like on what is that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Blitz, Blitz Flitz, and you know, all you know, all those pages, but until you see it like up close and personal, like, you know, he he really be putting it on, fam. And it's just yeah, like, bro. It's just, you be like, that. Man, is this you bro. doing this? Or like, what's up, bro? You just got that mind to do it like this? Like, bro, it's crazy, gotta, bro. It's, for sure. You know, come up with those fits week after week. It's got you got to go home and kind of come up with some type of playbook you for this. Me? Like, you feel some me? type of some type of plan. Well, right. hey, they just do it, bro. He he swaggy on and off the football field, and, and it's it's dope to hear that Zay is the same way. Um, most likely to be king of the ox court on a road trip. Uh. That might, you, that, that might it be you, man. That might be you, It might be me, man. yeah. Because I, I feel like I ain't, we ain't had nobody really take charge of the ox and locker room or the weight room. Or it's just kind of like playing. It's playing hits, but it ain't nobody like really yeah. taking charge of it. So I'll get that to myself for sure. First thing I did when I got in the locker room, I got these two big speakers. Boom, these two bold speakers. Brought my DJ DJ stuff. That was the first thing I did, bro. Like You remember back in Denver, they come in and they turn down my music. Yeah, here, yeah. Here in Buffalo, they like, turn that up. This is loud as you. Turn it up. Turn, turn it, it up. up. The, whole, the yeah. whole locker room. Mm, da, mm, the whole locker room <laughs> going crazy, bro, and everybody love it, bro. So I would be nah, the king of the ox in my, in my locker room. Um, most likely to eat the cleanest. Uh, Probably Jalen Phillips. Dude look like an action figure. You know what I'm saying? 6'5", 2'6", like an action figure. So, you know what I mean? I'll probably give it to him. He chiseled, man. Um, Most most likely to squat the most? Uh, Most likely to squat the most? Probably Christian Wilkins. I was just about to say that, man. He a beast yeah. on the inside too. Yeah, bro. He got he he huge too, bro. He he not like no, you know what I'm saying? Just like a big dude. He like fit. He got the good like bend, good all that, good everything you need yeah. from a defense lineman. He got it for sure. I I know a deep text. I know we had Draymond Jones when we was in Denver. Everybody wanted to run that text with Draymond. Yes, yeah, sir. He was like, I'm trying to be with Draymond. I'm trying to be with Dray. Like Chris, Christian Wilkins, that's your guy. That that's your guy with the yeah, Miami Dolphins. The, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And we got uh, another dude, Zach Seal on the inside. He, he be doing some good stuff too, man. So uh, all those guys, man, all the guys in the D-line room, outside linebacker room, we trying to get at it, man, for sure. Pushing each other every day. For sure, man. Um, most likely to eat the most at a team dinner? Uh, John Jenkins. John Jenkins? 
Yeah. That boy putting them calories. He, that boy got to get them calories. <laughs> I'm just saying that because my dog big, man. You, you know what I'm saying? He's a big yeah. dude holding up the He'll come ask you about that tomorrow. So who's the most yeah, likely he might not to even eat? eat that much. He might not even eat that much. But I know he a, he a big dude, so I'm going to just give it to him. Yeah, man. We, I mean, we still learning our teammates, man. Um, who's me? who's most likely to pick up the tab? Uh, now it's me, bro. Now it's me, man. I, yeah, I, man, I, I'm you gotta gonna, go and put them chips out there, Chug. Go ahead, yeah, show some love, yeah, man. man. I want, I want, I'll try to slide the card in without everybody seeing and stuff like that. I want, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, show love on, on the on the quiet tip for sure. Yeah, that's my guy, man. Um, most likely to star in the movie. Most likely to star in the movie. Uh, I get that to either two or Tyreek. They're the stars, man. They they do everything they need to be done on the field, and I know they could. For sure. The acting skills probably a one, so I give it to one of them boys for sure. Most likely to hit a half court shot. Most likely to hit a half court shot. Who's the uh, hooper? Who's the hooper on the team? I can't. I never. I ain't seen the hoopers yet. But if I had to go off just like, just body, you know, what I'm saying appearance and, and body style, I have to say, I say my dog uh, Van Ginkle, man. Van Gink, man, he he, oh, yeah? he, yeah. I don't know if he can shoot or not, but he be he making plays it. on the field, bro. He making plays sure. that you wouldn't think he would make on the field. So I can see him sure. doing the same thing on the court. Yeah, I'm a fan. I think you know the guys that we play with. It probably be Bradley Chubb, right? I mean, not Bradley Chubb. It probably be Cortland Sutton, right? Cortland Sutton, he, uh, you know, he yeah, hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Cortland Sutton, Cortland I mean Justin Simmons, Justin Simmons yeah, too. Yeah, Jay Simmons, yeah, Cortland. Jay, that's, so. that's that's pay per view right there, one on one. Yeah, but them boys really like Hoopers though, so it's different. That's a different level. Um, most likely to uh, finish a thousand piece puzzle. Got to be one of the offensive hmm. linemen with all the time. Yeah, yeah, I say Connor Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if he could, but his locker right next to mine, so I'm say him. Um, uh, most likely to have the best cologne. Uh, probably my dog Fargo again, male again. You know what I'm saying? He gonna stay with with all the all the latest. You know what I mean? So he probably gonna smell the best too. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, you know, Chubb, man. That that's it for us, man. You know, I I, I love you, man. Real love, man. Not none yes, of that. Sir. Love you too, that, that love you stuff. I love you, Chubb. Yeah. It was a it was an honor and a privilege to play with you, man. I, I've I've witnessed your passion. First hand, and I'm just so happy and excited for you to be able to to channel that energy into a, a team that's on the way up right now. The Denver Broncos, they they on their way too, but the Miami Dolphins, they ready right now, and they needed a player like you, man. And me stepping back and looking at the situation, man, I'm so happy for you, man. I'm so happy for your family, man. Like you, a Miami guy, like we love yeah. Denver, but Southeast Chubb, come on, man. Come what on, we talking man. about, it's man? Out, come it's on, it's great to me. Southeast Chubb, man, and I'm yeah, so excited same. for you, man, with the contract, man. Hopefully, we'll see some little ones, so so Val and, and Victory can have you know little little brothers to bleed to beat up on, man. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Have you something so they can go kick it with uh kick it with little Chubb. You know what I'm saying? Right, Beat up on him, man. <laughs> yeah, for nah, sure, but, but if you if you ever need anything from me, if it's just like a FaceTime call, if it's you know a video, if it's if it's anything that you need from me, man, you know I got you, man. My my college coach, Coach Sherman, he said, a good friendship is a friendship where you give and take, give and take. And I don't want to be like that, man. I I I want to give and I want to take and whatever you need from me, man. Just just let me know, man. Send me a text, man. Send me a Facetime. You know I'm gonna be there, man. I love yes, you, bro. Sir. I appreciate you for coming on the show, man. Thank you, man. For real, for real. I already know it, bro. I love you too, man. I appreciate you having me, man. Like I said, all the things you done taught me without even knowing, all the things you taught me with knowing. So I appreciate you, man. Help me out a lot for sure. I appreciate you, Chubb. Man, you never know, man. You know, six years. 
I get done playing six years here. You get Come done on, playing your five, your five there, man. You never know, man. You never know. Come man. on, man. You never know. All love, Chubb. I appreciate yes, you, sir. man. All love, brother. We got some fan questions right here. It says, Mike89, if you could take any player from another team and put him on the Bills, who would you take? Um, uh, If I could take any player from another team, I would take uh, probably Zay Zay Howard from the Miami Dolphins, and I will put him on our team. That way, you know, we don't. You know, that way, you know, our receivers can run free, and that way, you know, Josh Allen he won't be giving Josh Allen problems, and we'll just go crazy then because. You know, that defense uh, that the Miami Dolphins got, man, it, it is a strong defense. And if you take Zay out and you put him on our team, like, you know, I think that that definitely give, gives us the edge. But, you know, he's still on the Miami Dolphins. He's a great player. You know, I love the guy on and off the football field, man. And that would be, you know, my guy that I would take. I'm going to say it's Trey Young Stan. I saw today that you were done recruiting OBJ. Is that true? You know what? Sometimes in the media, they just they just say things, right? They just... They just say things that, uh, you know, that that get blown out of proportion. I ain't never done recruiting OBJ. You know, the ball is in OBJ's court, though. You know, if OBJ wants, you know, to play, he's going to play. You know, and I'm not speaking for OBJ, but I'm just saying, like, OBJ is going to do what's best for OBJ. And, um, you know, that's my guy. And just because I, ste- I, ta- I say I'm taking a step back from the recruiter and taking a step forward as a brother doesn't mean that I don't want him on the Buffalo Bills. Doesn't mean that he's not coming to the Buffalo Bills. What it means is that Odell Beckham is doing what's best, you know, for Odell Beckham, which I am all for. You know, he has a young son. You know, he got a young family. I um, mean, he's going to do what's best for him. You know, he took the team-friendly deal last year and came to the Los Angeles Rams. And, you know, he he already did all that, man. And I want OBJ to be happy. Because I've been around a happy OBJ, man, and a happy OBJ, a playmaking OBJ, like, that's what the league needs, man. And, you know, I'm excited for OBJ in this next chapter, whether he comes back and plays in the regular season this year or he comes back and he plays in the playoffs or he signs a a crazy contract and free agency. Like, you guys have not seen the end of OBJ, man, and I'm excited to see what OBJ does next, whether that's with the Buffalo Bills or whoever, man. Shout out to OBJ, man. I, I love you, bro. Um... We got the Bears this week, and this is this is a, a, a sneaky team. You know, I don't think that I don't think that this team is a uh, the record is a clear indicator of what type of team that they are. I um, got a lot of respect for Justin Fields and the things that he's done. He's only the third quarterback in NFL history to rush for a thousand yards. I think that you know he's 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 reading, and if it's not there, he's gone. And that's what you should do. Um, that's what he should do, man. He's not going to spend a lot of time back there and just let guys tee off on him and sack him. You know, he's he's doing they're playing to his skill set and he's a, he's a great runner. Um, he's still learning how to pass the ball better, but he's a, he's a great runner. He has all the tools to be, you know, one of the best quarterbacks ever in NFL history. And I think that, um, you know, he's doing what works right now. And that those those type of players and those type of teams are dangerous. And, um, you know, this this Bears team is dangerous. They got a solid defense. Um, Justin Fields could change a game in, in any in any moment. Um, they play hard. They 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 play tough for their new head coach, and it's the it's the it's the Chicago Bears, man. Like it's the Chicago Bears, and they they always have a tough, gritty team. And this week it's going to be snowy, cold, windy. Um, 
it's going to be a really, really cold game in Chicago on uh, Christmas Eve. So it's going to be a tough game. It's, it's, the elements are definitely going to be a factor in this game. And, you know, we just had to go out there and do what the Buffalo Bills do best. Um, I got a, uh, another fan question. Um, it says, Audie Mart, real Christmas tree or fake Christmas tree? White lights or multicolored lights? Um, I'm, def- I'm looking at my Christmas tree right now. I'm definitely a fake Christmas tree guy. <laughs> And I'm definitely a like white light type classical like Christmas tree guy. Um, you know, I, I I want the Christmas tree to like I, honestly, I've never had a real Christmas tree in my house. Like I'm from Texas, you know, the subtle Texas, like that's just not what we did. We 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 didn't go get real Christmas trees and and put them up. So I, it's just I, that's just not something that I'm used to. I'm used to really, really beautiful fake trees with um with really, really, really beautiful lights on it. And um, we don't even put we don't even put like gifts under our trees anymore. We just get like boxes and we wrap them up. We get probably get like a Louis V box or a Gucci box, and we just you know wrap them up. And it's just all for decoration. We put like a, a train around it, and it's all for for decoration. So I'm all I'm all about getting a fake tree that that looks really really nice. Um, you know I always like to uh, you know have a, a a theme song for a track song for the weeks that we play. And this week we are playing the Chicago Bears. And um, this week's title will have to be Going With The Wind in Chicago. And this song is one of those feel-good songs. It's not one of those hard, like, future, like, Drake, like, just stepping on everybody type songs. 21 Savage, it's not one of those songs. This is like one of those, this is like, Future and uh, this is like a this is like future and like Rihanna, like you know, like the love song, like that love, like this is a love song where you're thankful, you know, for your teammates, you're thankful for the fans. So, right before Christmas, we're playing on Christmas Eve, it's all about love and um, and great energy, and you know, um, singing that song for a special loved one. That's what this is, man, you know, um, going with the wind. In the Windy City. In the Windy, going with the wind in the Windy City. That would be my song title. And um, that is it for this week's Voncast. It is an honor and a privilege to, to come here with you guys each and every week. Um, shout out to everybody involved. Shout out to uh to Bleacher Report. Um, shout out to all the guys behind the scenes, the infrastructure of the Voncast that really makes this thing go. Um, they really support me and put me in great situations to put forward a great product each and every week. So I want to say thank you guys, all the guys behind the scenes, from the tech guys to the producers, um, to everybody that's doing all the hard work to make it go, man. It's an honor and a privilege to do this each and every week. And I appreciate you guys. And that's this week's Vaughn Cast. Thank you. <laughs>